Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. With its refreshing smell and vibrant flowers, lavender is among the most easily recognizable plants. It's also one of the most versatile herbs you can grow because it has medicinal, aesthetic, and culinary purposes. Aaron and Laura McReynolds moved to Wisconsin in 2014 and purchased land to begin their lavender farm in 2015. Now, New Life Lavender and Cherry Farm is doing well and provides visitors with relaxation and delicious products. Aaron and Laura share more about how they started their business and how they got to where they are today. So we started this seven years ago and we were just moved here from Kansas and sold our business and our house and started over basically so we were looking for something different to do with our kids and our family and I remember seeing a picture of a lavender field and was inspired by that and wanted to basically with our personal circumstances um, we wanted to build a space that was comforting and healing for people to come and just enjoy and relax and reconnect with family and friends and so that was kind of the inspiration for it all is just to build something where people can come and relax. And then as to why here um, obviously we were looking for a space that we could grow lavender that also you know people could get access to so this location had the right soil the right hills and just a very easy six minutes to the Wisconsin Dells where obviously there's a large amount of tourism. You mentioned good soil did you know that coming in or did you test it or how did you find out that this was going to be good growing conditions for lavender for you to be able to make this business? Yes we definitely tested the soil uh, and we could tell initially just how the the corn that was on it already was handling it that it was the sandy soil that we needed to grow successfully grow lavender. What was this property originally like when you first came here and bought it? How did you evolve from then to where it is today? So basically we started over with it. There was an older uh, farm buildings on it that just had to be torn down. Nobody had lived here for like 20 years. Uh, so it's been a long time. So we, we definitely started over, just gutted everything and started building, started first with our farm store. And then as we've expanded it, and then as we've expanded landscaping projects every year, we've added a couple landscaping projects. So after six years, there's, yeah, a lot of beautiful things here. And when we first started, we planted 4,000 lavender plants and about 800 cherry trees. And now we have over 16,000 lavender plants. And so everything just kept expanding over the years. Did you get those different varieties of lavender just by doing your own growing here? Or did you purchase from outside sources to be able to create what you wanted for it to be here to be profitable? So initially, we obviously had to purchase from outside of here at different locations to get the varieties that we were looking for. And then after testing those varieties out, we've been able to figure out which ones do well in our soil. And then we've been able to propagate plants from our existing plants to continue to expand of just the few varieties that do the very best in our soil. How has supply chain or inflation affected you being able to grow into where you are today, as well as labor force. I'm sure as you guys grow, so does your labor force. So how are those entities really affecting your business? And that's a very real issue for us. Um, obviously, with labor, cost of labor has really gone up as we've grown. But then also just with the supply issues, you know, we can successfully grow a lavender plant regardless of what things cost. But 
we're taking our lavender and we're turning it into products. We're turning it into essential oil and making products. And, and the cost of making those products has skyrocketed, yes, over the last year in terms of bottles, caps, labels, and ingredients for all of our cooking things have just really gone up. And that's that's been a challenge that we've had to raise prices. We haven't raised prices as much as our expenses have gone up. So it's walking a fine line of knowing that everyone's in the same situation. So you want to price it in a way that they can still afford it, but we can't give things away either. Speaking of your products, can you talk about what all are you using this lavender for? What types of products you have? And then how you guys are making these products or where the ideas for them came from? So basically, we started with maybe a handful of products when we first opened. And now we have over 200 products in our store. And so each year we keep adding new products. Some of the ideas come from customers each year. They share with us something that we don't have in our store. And we think that's a great idea. So then we'll develop over the winter those things. And Aaron has a compounding and chemistry experience. And so he's really good at coming up with some of those recipes for that. And when you own a small business, it's like you're never off the clock. So you're always in your business. So, I mean, even if we're doing something else, we're always thinking about our business and maybe we see something and we're like, hey, we could do something like that with lavender or something. So we're always thinking of new products. And we not only have body products, and that's what everyone kind of thinks of when they think of lavender is the scent for body products and lotions and soaps, but it adds a really good flavor to your food. And so we explored when we first started the whole culinary side of cooking with lavender and I can't tell you how many times we were asked the question you can eat lavender I didn't know you could eat lavender but that was part of the fun thing about um, education and letting people know about how to use lavender in your food. So do you guys make that food on site or are you doing that hard duty going out here harvesting the lavender and turning it into your final product? Can you talk about what that process is for you two personally? So we're definitely harvesting our lavender. We're drying it. After it's dried, we're debutting it. And then this process takes like about five weeks between the whole process of harvesting to have it completely debutted in our debutting machine to then we're taking these dried buds and using for cooking. So it's literally from our fields to the kitchen and yes we do have a commercial kitchen on site and Laura can talk more about that. Well one of the things when we first started was that you know my mom was an excellent baker and whenever she had people over and part of hospitality was making really good food and so part of our whole vision with everything was to create a space that people could come and enjoy time with friends and family but that had to be done with really good food so that was why we put in the commercial kitchen because we really wanted people to have that homemade experience so everything is made for from scratch. We make the filling, the pie crust for our lavender cherry pie from scratch every morning. We make all of our homemade syrups from scratch every single day. We make the lavender ice cream from scratch every day. So everything is really homemade, done right in our commercial kitchen. And, and I'll just kind of add on that, you know, we have also a lot of uh, unique drinks that we sell. And like one of our first drinks, our lavender lemonade frost, literally it popped into Laura's mind in the middle of a night. She woke up one morning and was like, hey, I got an idea for a drink. And we just like put it together and and then now, six years later, it's been one of our best-selling products for a long, long time. What is one thing that you would like anybody who comes here or just people in general to know about growing lavender and utilizing it? So it is a kind of a tricky plant to be able to grow. It's um, very labor-intensive, but it has a lot of healing properties to it. So that's probably the main thing that I want people to know about, you know, growing lavender, but also the properties that it has in 
just therapeutically to help people. Lavender's been known to help with like healing with the skin issues. Um, a lot of research has been done helping with insomnia and anxiety and all of those things too. But So it's across the board. It's a lot of aromatherapy purposes, but also it's really good to eat and flavor for your food. So it's a really versatile herb. And then one last follow-up question. What is your favorite kitchen product and then your favorite body line type product that you guys have? Uh, I would say our pie is really, really special. Um, it took over eight months to develop that. So I would say that's our probably number one thing. And my favorite body product would be like our facial line. We have a face cleanser and a facial toner and a face lotion that I love. That was Aaron and Laura McReynolds, owners of New Life Lavender in Cherry Farm. To learn more about their farm and plan your visit, go to their website at newlifelavender.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.